change, they want me to change, but I ain't changing, nah, I remain the same. And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Men Make Moves and Suckers Stand Still, and as always on the Mighty 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 Nerd DJ's Radio Network. I'm sorry, Queen. Um, yo, um, y'all know I don't really fuck with legends, and today is absolutely no motherfucking exception. We hey. got Mother Water in the building. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How you doing over there? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Life is great. I'm waking up and I'm old. Fuck it. Hey, you look like you sitting in some air conditioning, though. Uh, it's hot as hell. <laughs> I am in my basement under two big-ass bright lights, and I feel... I eat a lab rat. Yes, <laughs> disgustingly hot. This is ridiculous. It's However, hot out here in LA too. It's super hot. Yo, yo, uh, and and before we get started, I gotta say rest rest in peace to my guy, Lil Sodi. I don't know if you, you you was familiar with him, but uh, he was actually a a trade gangster crip that passed away not too long ago. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's an everyday thing for us. A lot of rest in peace posts, you know, especially with the uh, life of like gang banging and shit. We, you know, it's the culture and it's, it's, that's the unfortunate part about it. Um, one thing I, I can say with gang banging culture, I feel like the organization of it is important. I wish people would organize like mm-hmm. that in a more positive um, direction, you know? Yeah, I mean, they got like what I don't know, like a hundred thousand gang bangers out there. What? Imagine if it was Imagine. all fit to some some positive, it, everything would be so much different right now. Man, um, and and it seems like the ones that are that are leaning towards the positivity get killed or die early. Yes. You know, so I don't know. I don't know if that's intentional or we, not. We just celebrated Nip's birthday. Rest in peace, Nip. That's a um, profound figure in our community, and that one still hurts a lot. What What is hip hop like? Like the the culture of hip hop like in L.A. Um, gang banging, a lot of gang banging. Um, but I feel like it's very funky, soulful. Mm-hmm. Um, even artists of today, like my peers, people I, I make music with, we still try to keep the element of LA sound. Um, it's very much a cult-like feeling because we we got OGs, like we got Second and None, we got Sugar Free, we got DJ Quick, we got a lot of examples of what the West sounds like. Mm-hmm. And, um, I feel like right now we're in a renaissance period of LA rap. Where it's a lot of upcoming artists that are emerging. That's about to change up everything. Sure. Like, like I get more of a Dell the Funky Homo Sapien meets Andre Three Thousand meets Dead's Loaf from you. Ah. Is that fair? Well, it's Dead's Loaf. Huh? That's a wild. That's a wild analogy. But I'm gonna take it though. I mean, all, all great. It is. That's great. And all completely unique, especially at the time that they dropped. Facts. And I, I feel like I'm, appro- I'm approaching my time. I just got some crazy news. Um, I'll be going on tour in November with uh, No Fun, this group I'm a part of. So mm-hmm. it's definitely opening up. Um, I'm excited to see. It'll be my first tour. That's dope. Uh, dropping a single right now called Do It For Your DJ. That's coming out within the next few weeks. So... I feel like as an artist, I'm emerging into. Damn, I'm not sure what happened. It just went black on us. It's just the powers to be, man. It's the gangbangers out in LA. No, I'm just fucking with y'all. I don't, I'm just, it was a joke. <laughs> don't, don't fuck with me over that. Uh, yo, uh, yo, as a matter of fact, and I did not, uh, I should have had to, her, her mixtapes up because, yo, I, I, fucks with her music like like she's got some dope shit yo especially song cry like that yo if you get a chance man i want you to go to spotify and i want you to tap into mother water and what you're gonna find is some completely unique shit here she go right back 
All right, I'm back. People calling. I, I have to put my phone and do not disturb. Oh, okay. You know what? I was just talking to people. Well, I was really talking to myself about your song, uh, the, the one song, Cry. Yeah, song yo, Cry. Yo, that's yeah. fucking that's fire. So that song came from something that really hurt me. Um, <laughs> it was a situation I had with an artist, and I had a record for another artist. Maybe somebody else call her. I don't know what I don't know what the fuck be happening with the the best interviews, man. The reception just be just so freaking horrible. Hello, hello, hello. I'm not sure if you can hear me or not. Yeah, I can hear you now. You just got like froze for a second. Yeah, that's, um, I don't know why it's freezing. I got all my bars. I don't know what's going on. But um, that situation came from where I trusted someone and they tried to push a record behind my back, steal a record from me that I wrote. So that one really hurt my feelings a lot. That's why when I say all the pain in my heart make it so easy to not fuck with these niggas, they be scheming, okay? So how did you catch them? A girl that he gave the record to who was an A&R, ended up inboxing me and told told me she had the record and I said how how did you get how did you get the record and she told me exactly who gave it to her and so what um, was his excuse I need to know you know niggas maybe uh they excuses be oh you know I was just trying to okay you can't just put that on niggas because chicks <laughs> do the same shit no I'm not about to just sit around and take that one on the chin that's the, no <laughs> You can't just blame us for that. <laughs> I'm sure you come <laughs> come across some women out there that's just as scandalous. Hey, you're not lying, but you know, I I feel after hearing how he felt, it could have came from a great place, but it was like, come on, you you know better, you know better than that. You can't trust nobody. That's just a and are you never heard of? You don't do that, you know. And they sent the record out. It was a lot, but you know, he apologized for it. Um, he, he still don't know I made this song about him, but he did apologize after um, I made the song and put it out. So, so what was the biggest lesson from that outside of not trusting that particular individual? Um, to move smarter with records and always know somebody is trying to get something. If you got okay. something, somebody want to connect themselves, uh, attach themselves to it. Even if they okay. got nothing to do with it. There's a lot of people that sit in the sessions. And they trying to get an opportunity. If they don't, they're not making music. They're not the songwriter. You're not doing none of that. And you're in there. You want to become a part. So people would try to be like, oh, I can pitch it to this person. Or I can go get it to this person. It's like, that's not how that works. I've heard that a thousand times from people, from, from coast to coast, people I've interviewed. is is A lot of them is like, I don't let nobody sit in on a session with me. Because those people want credit for your song, for doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it, it depends. See how I am, like, when it comes to sitting in my sessions, of course, now you have to move smarter with, like, NDAs. That's when I, when that happened, I started learning, okay, you got to get people to sign stuff if you're in sessions, especially for bigger artists, because I write for artists. Do you? Um, yeah. So this particular record wasn't for me. It was for a bigger artist that I was pitching it to. Mm -hmm. Um. But it's just not, it's just knowing to move smarter, knowing who's in a room, um, knowing when to know when to play certain records. I didn't have to play that record in that room, but I did, you know, just to get the artist, the other artists familiar with what I do to, mm -hmm. for my pen so I can write right. for him. But it's just having better discernment. I feel like that's the only thing because it's really nothing you can avoid people that have intentions on attaching themselves you can't really avoid it because everybody's searching for something we're in the industry you know yeah um, so your pops was in, in second to none if y'all don't yes, know yes. hip-hop uh group from back in the day what was the biggest the, the most valuable lesson he taught you from the, from a music standpoint uh <laughs> yeah um have ownership have, have ownership in what you're doing never give everything away and how long you been doing this? Um, I've been professionally as an artist for, I would say, going on seven years. When I did my first like um, show where I got paid, that's how. I, but I've been writing for a while. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been on and off. Like, you know, it's moments where you have your ups and then you got to find it. And, you know, it's a, it really is a marathon to it. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm still in it. I'm still in it. I'm going on my first tour, end of the year. Which is, which is fucking dope. That's crazy. Yo, like back in the day, back in my day, like, like songwriters could literally make millions of dollars just doing that and not even have aspirations to be an artist. They just sit at home and write songs and, and, uh-huh. and be cool with that. Financially, is it worth it nowadays? Well, with me it is because I started my own label, um, Westside Records, that me, Brittany, and my sister, we, we have ownership in. We own. Um, and everything I do, I do through there. If I'm writing for somebody, <clears throat> they got to do Westside Records. Um, and most artists don't write their music. And I end up with a nice amount of the record every time. It's just knowing how to negotiate and do business and knowing your worth and value. I'm the I'm a songwriter, but I'm also an artist, so I know what's hot. I can make a hot record. Like, so I can't just you you can't just get out of way without doing business right. Like you, I feel you. You gotta know how to talk to people for one. Cause most people don't know even to ask. A lot of people that get done dirty, they don't even ask, really. They don't really check their business. So I can't, you can't complain until you have your business in order. You got to get your LLC. You got to get your song trash. You got to get your ass cap. You got to get everything in order. That way you can collect and people will take you serious as a business owner, you know? So do you, uh, do they just reach out to you and say, I want you to write a song about so-and-so? Or do you write a song and then pitch it to somebody you think it'll fit? Um, Sometimes it depends. Like, I'll find myself making records. I've done that often where it's like, okay, this is not for me, but I love it. R&B. Um, I call it, I like to be in my hetero bag because I don't date men, but I know how to write R&B records, love records in that mm-hmm. perspective of me dating a man. So I'll be like, all right, this, this sounds good for this person. Or I'll get a call. Like, can you come sit in a session or can you help me with this? And then I'll go to the actual artist and, um, Sometimes what I do, a practice I like to do is when I'm in a session with an artist, I'll tell them, write a paragraph or a few sentences about what's on your mind right now. Mm-hmm. Just write. Like, it don't have to be correct grammar or nothing. Just write how you feel. And usually we just go off of that. Okay, so who, producer-wise, who, who do you prefer? I, I don't want you to put nobody out there. Let me see if I can word this better. Who do you have a good chemistry with? Wait, oh, wait. Mr. Wait away, my Bay Area Rally. He from the Bay. I'm from LA. We just got a crazy sound together. Um, majority of my catalog is with Wade. Um, and I just started producing myself this year, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Like the next single I'm putting out, um, I co-produced with him and Jonah Levine. So I'm excited about that. Like I have a really great chemistry. Um, I would compare it to like a Missy and Timbo. Cause we mm. just we we knock out everything. We do R and B records. If I need a record for an artist, I tell them, look, I need a beat like this. Boom, we make the record. Like it's really like that. It's like a factory. Um, and I, I'm really grateful for it because everybody don't have that. In a your man's be all over the place then, cause your shit, it's like not too many records sound alike. And I, what, 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 hold on, you said you oh, you're trying great. to promote genre genreless music. Yeah. Let me let me ask you about that. Mm-hmm. Does that take away from hip hop, from a purity standpoint? I would say if we were in nineteen ninety, yeah. But hip hop has inspired so many genres. Like you could turn on a, a, a country song right now; it's gonna have hip hop elements in it. I don't know if that's a good thing. I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. I feel like it's just a thing. It's a thing like like there's still artists that still make hardcore hip hop and make that nostalgic sound of hip hop. It's just an evolution of where hip hop's supposed to be because think about it, like everything evolves. We only fifty years into hip hop. They still everything. Like if you look look at blues. Yeah. Look at look at who's doing blues music now. Yeah. Look at look at who's doing jazz music now. Yeah. We did the exact same thing with those with those styles of music. Mm-hmm. And now we are nothing in those styles of music. I, There's I no fear of that. Nothing. I wouldn't say nothing. I would say 
I understand where you're coming from because it can get crowded and it can get cloudy, especially oversaturated. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of artists that are oversaturating hip hop, but there are so many artists that are not, that are actually super talented that just deserve the eyes. I feel like if we focus too much on like the other shit in hip hop, it just takes away from the artists that are emerging to bring a new sound because that's what's happening right now. A whole okay. shift is happening with hip hop, the sound of R and B, everything. Um, Who are you listening all to? All inspired by hip hop for sure. Who are you listening to? That's not you. Um, I'm listening to Rob Banks. Uh, I listen to a lot of my friends. Um, Epic, he just dropped the album. Wait, wait. He got no fun. Um, AJ the One, Ray, LA Race, Sanzu. It's so many. I listen to a lot of local artists that are like that I know that are peers that are coming up because I, I actually like their music. So um, that's what I'm listening to on a on a larger scale. I would say somebody that just dropped. I like Trippy Wear album. I okay. like it. It's, you said like it. it. You said it like it's a bad thing. I like it. You know. I don't know. You know. I don't know what the vibe is with Trippy Red, but I feel like his album, this album at least, it has a lot of, I can hear a lot of West Coast influences in it. Mm-hmm. And I know that because he be with my family from the West. So I, I like that. I like the sound um, right now. Who else am I listening to? I listen to everything, everybody. Um, R&B, I'm really on Summer Walker. <clears throat> if I was excuse me, if I was to say like R and B right now, mm-hmm. I feel like Summer Walker is like my Mary J right now, my Mary J Blige. That's saying a lot. That is. And I can't say that I've really gotten off into Summer Walker. I'm gonna be honest about it. it. It's you know what you know what's crazy. I want you to listen to. Um, have you heard her new EP called A Soft Life? No. Listen to that. The, 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 before you say before you say you can't get into her you got to listen to that <laughs> what i was going to say though is like this generation of female uh singers just seems a lot more angry but that's why she made the soft life ev <laughs> i'm just you know it's like i don't know it went the pendulum kind of swung too far maybe maybe back in the day there was a little bit too too soft per se Taking too much bullshit. I think Mary J <laughs> captured a good happy medium from, you know, I've been fucked over, but I'm taking my 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 voice back, so to speak. Facts. You know, I, I personally don't feel like women are more angry. I feel like we we finally have a way into like a voice of what feel. Now now, I feel like we gonna we gotta talk about this. Okay. Some most women, I wouldn't say like we're not aggressive, but very much standing into you know what I got to go make it happen because waiting on somebody else, whether it's a man or a woman, whatever, will have you waiting forever. And we just in a whole different mindset. Like black women, especially, we're the most educated right now, have the most businesses flourishing, so it's actually money and confidence being generated, and it can you know, turn, seem like ego, but I feel like, you know, men been rapping ego since hip-hop started. True. I think the, the most difficult thing for, at least from a man perspective, dealing with, uh-huh. you know, if, is that women have become too used to being independent. And it makes it difficult once you find somebody that, you, that, that she's compatible with, it makes it difficult for that relationship to flourish. You know, I feel like it shouldn't. I feel like I'm very big on equal, um, equalness. I feel like, you know, men and women, they should have, we should have equal opportunities and equal um, spaces. And I feel like it's time for women to, it's time for us to become that. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I've been feeling like a lot of men have been misleading a lot of households right now. That's true. I would would agree with that. I I feel like, you know, it's time to get back into order. I think the harmony is off. It's definitely off. But but, kind of what you're saying, though, is like it ain't designed to be equal. It's designed for 
one partner to be better at some things, the other partner to be better at some things, and your weaknesses and your strengths balance out, but it's not like we're equally good at everything. And that's right. the way it's supposed to, you know what I'm saying? So I I think it gets a little confusing that. You know, a great, a great example of that is, for instance, men are naturally stronger than women, right? Facts. That's a natural thing. So, but that has nothing to do with me being able to lead a situation like, look, no, we, we shouldn't do this. We should probably do this. And yeah. as a man, be a protector. See me, I don't date men, but I have a lot of men in my life that protect me. Mm-hmm. And I protect them too. And I feel like it's an unspoken thing. When you have respect for someone, especially I have respect for the men in my life and the men in my life have respect for me. We know what our thing is and yeah. how it works. Yeah. It's just a respect thing. And a lot of times, most people dealing with each other, men and women, women, like whatever, they don't have respect for the opposing person. So of course I'm gonna call you out your name. Of course I'm gonna demean you because you you making less than me, or you know if I don't have respect. Yeah, and I with agree. Not having respect for other people come with not having respect for yourself. Okay, so where the old soul come from? Where what? Where did the old soul come from? Like I was you, raised you, you... by gangsters. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was raised by gangsters, and I was raised by some beautiful women that is still game into me and and men um i don't know i I feel like i've been this way for all it's like since a jit i've been this way but i embrace (laughs) it i embrace it i embrace it (laughs) okay so um wet side records when when did when did that uh start up that started this year um i made everything official i believe in may april may around that time um so this is this is recent but I've been knowing I've been wanting to do something like this. I've been wanting to protect myself as an artist. Mm-hmm. So I had to create a label to do that. Okay. Um, it's very, very dope. I'm proud of you. Thank Congratulations, you so much. by the way. Thank um the and, and oh, the videos. The, yes. the the pink masks. Yes, that's the Bonnie and Bonnie project. The Bonnie and Bonnie. So the everything, every video is is the pink mask. Yes. It was a whole story. I did a story about um it's it's like it's a play on bonnie and clyde but with two women instead Mm -hmm. which is very controversial and i didn't want i wanted to wear the pink ski mask to just to um just acknowledge like the feminine energy of the situation that's why um and i felt like you know it was something that would catch somebody's eye too Um, i thought it was dope Basically, just just a just a love story that I created in my mind during the pandemic, of being locked up. Um, you can't really do anything but create when you're in the house. Okay, well, give me a brief synopsis of the, of the story. Okay, so the story is basically two women in love, and they just robbing everybody, just robbing, just robbing <laughs> everybody, enjoying enjoying themselves, and it just tell like. A story of like just chaos. It's chaos, but it's love in it. I feel like I wanted to tell something on that something that could be so negative, but you're like, damn, but they actually are cute. Like this is actually this is actually warming my heart a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so where, where's the script at? Yeah, we yeah, we didn't have no script. But shout out to I'm, Zoo. Zoo I'm saying Zoo. where is it though? That like, that's actually probably a movie. And you know what? You're right. You're right. I'm glad you said that. I need to get somebody to write that. I mean, shit. I, that's a good. That's a good. That's a. That's a good one. I know we got Queen. Set it off for 2024. Set it off 20. That's Cleo and uh, Cleo and old girl. I can't remember her girlfriend name, but that's Cleo and her girlfriend. For real. In 2024. Raw. What? Hey, I could I could see that happening. I, that you know, like. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm waiting on that. When you if you need an old nigga <laughs> to play somebody daddy or granddaddy, let me know. Wait, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, when you need a granddaddy, let me know. Oh my god. Yes, hey. I would definitely, definitely let you know. Yo, holy water. I fucked with that song too. Oh wow, <laughs> holy water. You know, that's that was my uh my Red Bull days definitely the red bull um i did 
uh, it's a show called Red Bull The Cut. I did it with mm-hmm. a few artists that's on right now, actually. Um, I don't know if you heard of Jaleel. Mm-hmm. Jaleel is a, a upcoming artist. Um, you still hit her. Oh, oh, it froze again. All right, I'm coming back right now. Let me see. Mm-hmm. I can hear you now. It just still froze. Um. Okay, let me, let me get back to it. But, you sound, um... You sound like you're in a submarine now. <laughs> there we go. What about now? You still sound like a submarine, but I can see you and I can hear you. I'm not sure what happened with the audio. Like, I can still hear you clearly. It just sounds like you, like, like went through a tunnel or some shit. Let's see. Like, it switched over from, from your AirPods to the car. There we go. We right? Yep. There we go. We good. Cool. Um, Wait, refresh my memory. I'm sorry. We was talking about the Red Bull shit. Oh yeah, talking about the red bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did the I did the red bull the cut. That was my first like TV thing that I did. Um, Dolo. So that was that was really exciting. I learned a lot. Um, and the guy that actually produced it, he's producing the whole Renaissance tour right now for Beyonce. He's shooting everything. So you get some tickets? Definitely do not. But I was definitely. <laughs> I was definitely on his page and I was on his story and I'm like, huh? And I'm like, wait, he's still following me. Let me do some, let me see. And he, sure enough, the producer of the whole Renaissance like tour, all the camera angles, everything. So it's, it's kind of crazy. And you better be DMing like, look, bro. I'm sure he's got a million DMs by now. It'd be a million and one. <laughs> Nobody ever going to kill you for asking. You know what? Let me just shoot my shot and see because I might as well. <laughs> I might as well. It is Beyonce. You know what? I've had. I've been doing this for a long time, and people be like, "Well, how you get so and so?" Because I ask. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll you ask anybody, you're... anywhere, at any time. You one hundred percent right. I need to go ahead and ask because it's not like I don't want to see Beyonce. Like, who doesn't want to see Beyonce? What? I personally don't really want to see Beyonce, but what? I don't want to see Beyonce. I don't want the rigmarole of have of, of what you got to go through to see Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, like, like she literally put up a hundred thousand dollars so people can catch buses to get home. I don't want to go through that shit. That is insane. That's crazy. That's some. That's some. That's a whole nother level of artists. It to is keep the, to keep the buses open just for your show is insane. That's, it's cr- yeah. Wow. <clears throat> is it? Is it? Is it too much fame? Yes. What's too much for you? Too much fame is the type of fame that'll drive you crazy. I feel like we didn't see a lot of examples of it from the Michael Jackson to the Britney Spears to the Princess Diana's like being chased with cameras. I've seen it myself in person. It's very like you feel like an animal. Is is I feel like it, I can see how it could drive you insane. It's too much. People know you. You can't do regular stuff anymore. Um, I have some friends that are celebrities that can't do the. They can't do what I do. They can't just pull up to a show or anything like that. Okay, so then, like, like, how do you stop it from getting out of hand? It don't. <laughs> it don't, and it get worse when if you're in the limelight of something negative. That's the worst. Like, I, that's the worst. You can't. You really can't. Like, that's why you have to be careful what you wish for and ask for and be sure to know this is what you want. Like, as an artist, you know, it could be a possibility. It's a possibility that you will blow up, like, yeah. super big. That is a yeah. thing. And I feel like nothing can really prepare you for that. Because all those little insecurities you might have become really massive when you have a million and one people commented with an opinion about what you're doing. Everything. And it's hard to believe from a regular person's standpoint that, and a matter of fact, I interviewed Malcolm Jamal Warner a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. 
and he he does spoken word. He, he a lot of it talks about insecurities. Uh huh. And I'm like, bro, I can't believe you insecure. Yeah. Like, what, what 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 does Malcolm Jamal Warner have to be insecure? But he's a whole person. He's human. He's human. Yeah. And, and we forget that. And artists all are they're human. Like they have feelings. They don't. Sometimes they don't know how they may look a certain day, or they. It's just we're all human. We all are super vulnerable, and you know, any type of celebrity or worship of any type of human is, it's not, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. Biggest biggest letdown in the industry so far. Oh wow, um, the killing of Nip for sure. What was that like out there? Terrible. It felt terrible. I will never forget that day finding that out. It was very empty. Like it was like a a silence in the city for real. Like, and what's crazy is that type of power is insane too. But I feel like this one hurt the heart because we saw um, a black man coming out of a struggle, motivating everybody in the city, and just taking like that in front of executed in front of his his store his thing like that that was really heavy that was really a really heavy energy which which from out you know from uh, from outside looking in when you talk to people um especially matter of fact my guy Sodi, uh-huh. we talked about that mm-hmm. and from a gangbanger standpoint he may have been out of line in that, if he called old boy a snitch and had nothing, which I just can't understand. Like, I, I can't understand being that upset about somebody. Like, I, if you call me something, there are some things that you may call me that will make me more upset than others. But to the fact where I'm willing to throw my life away over something you called me, it's hard to understand. But from a gangbanger's perspective, that's an easy call if somebody calls you a snitch and they ain't got no paperwork and you know you're not. Yeah. Um, it's it's things I can't really talk about, like politic wise. I get you. You know, and it's also not my position to talk about it. I feel um, you. Only thing that I can say is, it was an unfortunate loss, um, on the city, and like I said, we still feeling it, and it's something I I feel like we're never gonna forget. I, he's he's down as Tupac. It's like Tupac. It's never really? gonna go away. Really? You I think feel, so? I feel like that. At least to me, maybe because I'm an LA native, but mm-hmm. it feels like that. It's his death was is similar to Tupac's for sure. One thing I will say is that I was not, I had really no clue he existed until he passed away, mm-hmm. and I felt bad for that because I really fucked with his music now. Yeah. But seeing the impact that he did have in mm-hmm. in that city alone mm-hmm. was incredible it was incredible and I, I like i said i feel like that his energy is definitely in the streets is 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 motivated everyone that i know personally um it is motivated and inspired music that we have that we're all making like i said me and my peers we're all next so all that energy of being like in lemur and six rolling down crenshaw all of that it's, it still lives on. Like the marathon definitely is continuing. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate. It's it's really unfortunate that he oh. wasn't able to still be here with us. Okay, the West has never really had a a, a, a woman leading the way. Hey, say that. You know, it's crazy. I told my dad that. I told him that. I was like, outside of like Yo Yo and um, Lady of Rage, which I found out is not from LA. But I look at it, I respect her like she is. Like, yeah, but she got played out of her career. Yeah, but I, I, asked, I asked my pops that, and his his answer was interesting. Um, he said, you know, with the East Coast, the labels there, everybody was more established. So, of course, we had, you know, the East Coast artists, the Queen Latifah, the Orange, like, they were way more established out here. They were trying to get on. So I'm like, y'all couldn't make sure one of y'all homegirls was, was solid, like... <laughs> I mean, it, it was like, looking like they were supposed to be yo-yo, and then they just fell apart. I don't know, you know, I don't know the ins yo-yo and outs. Still, 
Yo Yo is still out here. She out still out here killing it. Um, no, not to Yo Yo, but I personally have thought about that too of it being a um a woman that not only had a successful career but have put others in position. Um, I haven't I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so five years. That's you. Yes. You on top. Yes. You killing everybody. You, mm. you you over kick well Kendrick do a, a, a record every thirty seven years so you ain't got to worry about him but <laughs> shout out to Kendrick Lamar um, but you have reached Kendrick Lamar's status in five years uh, how, how are you carrying that weight what moves are you making first moves I'm making I feel um, for one it's putting. It, it depends, because like I said, my peers are coming up with me, but if I were to make moves, type of moves I would want to make is I want to I would want to teach artists how to be um, businessmen and businesswomen, how to navigate your own label successfully. Mm -hmm. I feel like having that education or having workshops on that education will really bring up the entrepreneurial spirit and um in music because right now you know streaming none of that stuff is paying for real even if i was to get the biggest in the world and i'm the biggest i'm it's still like your business got to be straight so to me that's the first thing um i would do and i will also i see myself um becoming in like uh, i would become like an executive music eventually i see that for myself okay. and things that i would look for is artists that are developed or willing to develop um i would put my energy into that instead of what's hot because we mm. see what's hot yeah what's hot is why we in the position we in right now because it, who is it hot to or is it social media hot because i feel like social media hot is different than yeah. what's hot yeah you know like i'm not most people aren't going to remember a tiktok song in five years they're not but that's what's driving all the sales and the streams is tiktok 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 so everything is microwavable um it you know what uh, i don't know if it's it I, I know for a fact like there are podcasts out there that pay their way to get to certain spots facts so those streams are not really driving anything facts. it appears that they're driving something yeah but it there are artists that are doing streams that don't have no label that are just not doing streams they're making money and it's like if they can do that we could do the same thing with, with music instead of tying ourselves into deals and that you gotta pay back you gotta yeah. pay that back that's a loan you gotta pay it and they doing them 360 joints now which is crazy what? man if i told you a deal that me and no fun got offered our first deal you would be like what? They 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 trying to get you for nothing. You fuck with La Russell. I love La Russell. Yo, got a chance to interview, bruh. I saw that. That's that's great. La Russell, La Russell gonna be watch. He gonna be one of them top execs too. Watch. I'm I don't think they gonna. I don't think they're gonna let him do that. Man, I feel I I I can see it. I can see it. But I see what you're saying too. Yeah, because I. He doesn't know how to not give the information away. Because it's hard. And it's, it just be like that. I'm like that too. I don't want, I don't like holding information. I want to, if I know something, I want to say it. You can do it too. Now, are you going to do it is the question. He could say is so many things, but are people going to do it is the thing. Yeah, but like a uh, matter of fact, uh, Chameleon there tells the story. Uh -huh. Um I think it was Jay-Z had told, somebody had told him, hey, you need to do an audit of your record company. And every, he, every he was like, yep, he was like, I, I used Jay-Z's lawyer, did an audit, come to find out they shorted me half a million dollars. Woo, that's a so lot of That's a shitload of money. But he was like, I want it out of my contract. And they was like, no. So he said to them, okay, I'm going to tell every other artist how to get their money. Audit. They, they let say, him out his contract. Go you yep. go ahead and go. Yep, let him out his contract. Duh, why would we let you do that? So we so all of them can know we owe them half a million dollars? 
Same reason they're not going to let LaRussell into those boardrooms. I feel like times are changing a little bit. I do. I really do. Because we're in the age of information. Most people know they're getting fucked now. In their contracts. Artists, they know. They're, you see all these artists getting out their deals? Yeah, and, and there's somebody taking their place still signing goofy-ass deals. Motherfuckers yeah. been getting fucked out their contracts since the, the 30s. True, but the industry is not doing the same because of that. And that's that's the responsibility of the execs that they need to figure that out for real. Because they don't want to press and play on the stuff. Music I think is it's like a, It's like three-card molly. Uh-huh. They just shifting the shit around. And everybody's bored right now. Everybody's looking for something new. Like a real... Yeah. People yeah. want the, that new feeling. When we had... The early 2000s, we had Aaliyah, Missy, Buster, like, early night, like, what? They want, people want that feeling. That's why the whole Y2K vibe is going back. People going back to wear baggy clothes. You see what Drake wearing. Yeah. You see, you see Sexy Red, one of the biggest artists in the world. She looked like she straight out the throwback. But we love that, though. We love it, though. We love no, that. I am so not a fan of her. We love, that, we love the, the style. The booty hole brown stuff. Oh, my but, you, but you know a homegirl like that, though, right? I do not. You don't? No. I no. Do. I know. Never have. I know. Never have. No. Like no. Stay away from my circle. I don't need that energy. <laughs> I'm cool. I, you know, I know a few homegirls like that. Sexy Red has a very familiar style that's just familiar with a lot of people from the hood. Like Glorilla? Glorilla is like sexy red light. Like she still got that ratchet to her, mm. but it ain't full fledged looking my booty of, hole shit. But she coming out of somewhere we don't we not from St. Louis. That's St. Louis got flavors. They got sexy red. They got Smino. I need you to hear Smino too. Smino. Smino cold. You okay. you would like Smino. Show. I need you to check out C Red. I'm about to have her on the show the 27th. Okay. Well, actually, I'm just going to record it the 27th. Well, there's another <laughs> story. But she, actually, she's a whole doctor who raps. Wow. Fire. That's fire. Fire. That's and she fire. sits in her car every Wednesday. She she drops something on somebody somebody's beat. I don't know how she picks these beats or whatever, mm. but fire. Yeah, I would. I would love to check her out. That sounds. That sounds fire and insane. Yes. I like that. A doctor and rapping. That's yes. That's, that's hard. Yes. That's and hard. uh, uh, matter of fact, Malcolm Jamal put me up on Mumu Fresh. Mumu Fresh. Why do Mumu Fresh fire. sound familiar? Mumu Fresh sound familiar for me. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, she kind. Of, yeah, she because she she kind of out there. You know what I mean? Like like I think yeah. I seen her with uh. I don't know if it was Missy or like the the bunch of the the female rappers from back in the day too. Yeah. So yeah, she kind of tapped in on that on that end. You know, okay. when you coming to the to the East Coast or or the Midwest? Soon, soon. I, I what's crazy? I'm always in the Midwest. Like, well, yeah, Midwest, like Chicago though. But you know, I, I haven't. Have, you you in Detroit, right? Well, I'm from Detroit, but I live in Cleveland. Oh, you in Cleveland? Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I gotta come check you out. Yeah, you know, like like that's what I'm saying. Like, and if you go to Detroit, I drive up there, ain't shit. You well, know, come check gotta, out the show. I gotta come check you out. You got you got any shows coming up? Uh, no, I just do shit in my basement. <laughs> that's all good. We could we could just do shit in your basement. I'm with that. I we, I got a studio too that you know, shout out to Nerve DJs. We got you know that there's a studio that I you know if I got somebody I want to do in studio, I can go up there. You know, it's all professional and shit, so. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so professional. Yeah, you know, yeah, we try to do a little something. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Nerd DJ. The 20th, matter of fact, next month is the 20th anniversary celebration at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's going to be fire. Hey, shout out yeah. to that. That's fire. That's dope. Yo, your manager got a nice roster, too, I must admit. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Brittany. That's, that's, that's my manager. That's my cousin. That's my family. That's, Yo, family. that's your cousin. That's my cousin. We family. Yo, that's crazy. Cause she's cousin. Yeah. Very, very professional. What? Uh, the best, yes. the biggest, the boss. Yes, yeah. I, I would definitely, whatever, you know, if she need anything that I can possibly do, I got y'all. Nah, we appreciate that. Yeah, shout, shout her out. She's definitely, in this short amount of time, we've grown so much, and so much has come 
since she's become managing me. Um, and I love it. I feel like it's a it's a beautiful start to like what's what's to come. And I, I'm fortunate to be able to do it with them. You look I know comfortable. Huh? You look comfortable. I'm very comfortable. Yeah, like this is like this is what she was built for. Yeah. Yeah. So comfortable. She went ghost on me. And I'm right started... here. I'm right here. Oh. I'm right here. I'm sorry. I get so many calls. And I guess people are finding out, like, when you on D&D, if you call twice, it'll go through. So people is calling me twice trying to go through and shit. I don't know. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I... Nah, I, I thank you for that compliment. I, I like that. I feel comfortable doing this. Well, you know what? I don't. I think as as a community, we are fearful of elevating others, mm -hmm. and especially like what I liked about you is that you had no problem shouting other people out mm -hmm. that are in your same lane, mm -hmm. which a lot of us is not about to do. Yeah, because that's competition, and I'm not about to uh, shoot you no work, and I got work yeah. over here. Yeah. I just look at it like I'm in my own lane. What is, what is there to be competition about? Nobody sound like me. If I if I had a sound and everybody sound like me, I probably would be a little, uh, you know. But I feel like but you I, will, huh? You will. Like what happens when when there's a hundred yous? But I, it's the originator. There's there's always a creator of something, and it's and that and I, if I see a hundred me's, then that's like I'm I've inspired people. Like, you know, I've inspired people. And I feel like if you really become a fan of me, then you just become a, a fan of getting to know yourself, especially as an artist and finding your lane. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I would want my fans to be. Okay. Individuals, you know. If people want to get in touch with you, they want they want to they want to get some music from you. They want you, you know, they want your pen game. Yes. Whatever they need, you know, business wise, how they go about doing that. Yes. So you can go to uh, at Mother Water. Um, everywhere, Mother Water, M-O-T-H-E-R-W-A-T-A. In my bio is Brittany Contact. You can always hit her up for anything, whether it's features, bookings, everything. She responds like this. It's, and it's, she's easy to talk to. So um, that's the best way to find me, for sure. Yo, where the name come from? Mother Water comes from Mommy Water. Uh, Mommy Water is a deity in Africa. It's um, the mother of waters. I personally, I'm a spiritual person. I believe in God, of course, but I just believe in like water is the element of life. You come out the womb, you in water. You come out the womb, you water. Um, I did not think it was that deep. I just thought it was some shit you made up. Yo, that's fucking fire. It's deep. It's, it's deep with it. It's deep Yo, with it. Yo, yeah. yeah. Yo, and I'm a, uh, I'm a. Put a couple of clips together. I don't know, probably tomorrow. Okay. Saturday. So I'm gonna shoot those to you. Um, right. And like I say, yo, if there's, I ain't gonna take up too much. That's a nice ass car too, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is um, yeah. This is me. Little something, something, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm not going to take too much more of your time. I absolutely enjoyed the conversation. Thank Definitely. You. Truly, truly, uh, truly appreciate you. I enjoyed you. it, too. This is, one of my, this is one of my best interviews, for sure. Um, and we thank you. I thank you for just letting me on your platform. That means a lot. Yo, man, shit. I, yeah. I'm going to be dead in about 20 years. And I want, <laughs> you know, I want my shit to be... For the for the for my grandkids, they because you, you know when you selling a hundred million albums, I want to be you know I want somebody to be able to slice this motherfucker down to the ground. Right. Post the clip. Right. Post the clip. Right. Hey, she just sold another ten million. Okay, <laughs> Cutting up them lines. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, I get a lot of people like, hey, you want to do so-and-so? You want to do so-and-so? And when I start listening to the music, like, I always go into it, oh, person person A is going to be trash. Uh -huh. I just assume everybody's trash. Yeah. That's just me. <laughs> Yo, I was, I was 
thoroughly surprised and, and wow. delighted and actually got some shit in the rotation that, you know, I'm driving to work listening to. So that part, we love that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Keep doing your shit, you know? Okay. Yeah. We not stopping. I'm already, look, I'm here anytime. No watch, doubt, man. Watch, hey. watch. Spin the block. Go. Don't forget about me when when the, when the zeros really start up. adding watch. up. We yeah. gonna blow up, and I ain't gonna forget shit. Yeah. Well, you know, come on back. You know. All hey. right. Okay. You tell tell cuz don't don't forget you, nigga. You yeah. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Thank you so much. Uh, shit. You continue to be blessed, and we thank you for your support. Um, especially with the LA culture. I'm LA culture, so we appreciate that. No doubt, man. I need to get out there one day. Yeah. Scared to fly though. Yeah, I mean, I don't like flights neither, but yeah. you gotta make it happen. I have to drive out there. Take me like three weeks and shit. <laughs> but you know, I get out there. <laughs> anyway, yeah. on that note, I'm uh, let you go. Enjoy that sunny ass weather and yes, the rest sir. of your day. Um, and you have a good one. And salute to you. Definitely appreciate right. you. Thank you so much. No doubt. Thank you. Yo, mother water and that. Yo, that, the name explanation is fucking dope. Absolutely enjoyable conversation. Which, which, wish much success for the young sister. Um, truly, truly, truly appreciate her time, energy, and wisdom. And y'all already know, man, this is Jobs. This has been another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. And don't forget at 7 p.m. today, I got Pete B E Pluto in the building. That should be fire. Um, Hey, let me see. Uh, let me, let me, I want to make sure that I get the name right because tomorrow I'm doing a special show. Uh, Itak. It'll be here tomorrow at 5 o'clock. So, hey, your boy been on the Grizzly. You know, um, and I think I may have just gotten a, uh, a little piece of the interview I did with Freeway. So, we'll see. Uh, hopefully. Anyway, on that note, I'm out. About to go grab something to eat and I'll be back in an hour. Peace.